0: and the call to violence is back in your guys's life so thank you guys for answering i'm your host as always raj Gallardi. i'm back here with mike Connerton to bring you yet another dose of some fun mma banter mike we had a great main event this past weekend with dustin poirier and dan hooker we Talked endlessly last week about how much of a barn burner this was going to be, but it still outlived its expectations. Um, So, what, what were your initial thoughts going into this main event or post this main event?
1: It was just insane. Honestly, like, I don't understand how they kept going that long. Like, they, like, were the output in the second round was so crazy that. For both of them, I can't believe they kept fighting at that pace throughout the whole fight. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, it was almost it was almost a detriment to Dan Hooker to put it on that. I mean, we were talking about that uh, last week how Dan's probably gonna look good early, and then once they both settle in, Dustin's gonna take over. And even though we called the action almost to a T, like it was still just totally
1: shocking to watch. If the I if mean, there was twenty more seconds in the second round. Dustin might have lost like it was getting a little he was
0: definitely putting it on him <laughs> you know it's funny because um you know Justin Gaethje Eddie Alvarez they get these titles of like oh man these are the uh these are like the king of violence in MMA but dude Dustin Poirier not only has a finished victory over both of these guys but now this is a third uh, like I mean all of his fights are seeming to go like this now where he yeah. just puts it on guys and and he almost takes the Nate Diaz route, where he wants to drown guys, but he takes, he, he's willing to put himself out there more, and he deals way more damage than Diaz would. Oh my
1: God! And he so it's, so much it's, hard.
0: dude, and, and it's just, it's, uh, it's just crazy to think how far Dustin's come from. Like, I, I don't. Do you remember when he
1: first debuted? Oh, yeah. And he was skinny then. He is filled out so much. I mean, like, dude, if you look at a picture from when he debuted to now, he looks like he's, like, two dude, of that person. Dude, like, <laughs> he,
0: he came in at, like, 21,
1: 22. Yeah. Oh, he was
0: young. And I th- it was either the—I think it was—I uh, think it was—fuck. I want to say it was UFC 125 when Frankie Edgar fought Gray Maynard was the first time. Let's see. Let's just take a look because now it's going to bug me. But I think that was his debut, and he actually took it on short notice— Uh, He was supposed to fight, uh, or I'm sorry, he fought Josh Grisby. I know this for sure. Josh Grisby was supposed to get a fight against Jose Aldo, and Jose Aldo pulled out, um, and then Dustin filled in. But I just want to see, and that was, yeah, Josh Grisby, UFC 125. So that was January of 2011. So it was nine years ago. And, I mean, he put a beating on Josh Grisby, who was supposed to, you know, get the title shot, and he kind of started the beginning of the end for Josh Grisby. But, I mean, like, coming in that young, coming in that hot that young, too, and then just, like, look, you may not, re- like, people the may people not realize that this. The people that
1: beat him are all, like, exactly. good-ass dudes. Look, like,
0: he's been in the UFC for nine years, only has one, two, three, four, five losses.
1: five losses. Five losses. Five
0: losses. And what? Two of the, okay, one's to Connor, former champ. Uh, Once the Cub
1: Swanson yeah.
0: and and the Cub Swanson Chan-Sung fight, the Ke- Cub Swanson fight, he took that on short notice, so he filled again. He filled in super late on that one too, and that again, that's at 145. So Dustin Poirier has really co- like just compiled this crazy, insane yep. uh, MMA record, and most of them are finishes. Oh yeah, he finishes everybody. Uh, and so like, I, I don't think at the end of his career, he's going to have like the allure that a lot of the bigger guys do, but for us, hardcores, goddamn, goddamn, there needs to be a special place in that hall of fame for
1: him. He's Cause if he retired
0: beast. after this fight alone, that's a hall of fame career. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, for real. That fight should go in the hall of fame. Oh, for that sure. That fight's going to be in the hall of fame. For sure. Hey dude, did you see, uh, did you see, uh, Dan Hooker's face?
0: afterwards in my instagram post i
1: saw him uh, in his interview the next day too and his he's just got two black eyes
0: dude just i mean the the beatings or the mindset those two had to go into that fight knowing how they like apparently they, probably, they
1: got put next to each other in the hospital too They're oh really a curtain between them oh my <laughs> god that was probably a crazy moment to see <laughs> each other like that yeah, like <laughs> Dustin was like thought you're just gonna go through me, didn't you? <laughs> He's like you're already planning fights after me. Yeah, yeah. And Dan's like, No, I had a fight planned whether I win or I lose. I know which guy I wanna go next to get back or keep going forward. He's like, Oh, all right, I got you. <laughs> but but dude, that that's the way to do it. Because yeah. like
0: how annoying is it when a guy gets a big win and then Joe or whoever's in there and they're like Hey, who do you want next? They're like, "Oh, I'm a company guy. I'll just fight whoever's next." Whatever. It's like, "No, that guy, that guy takes the Chael Sonnen ah. approach and the Conor approach where he said he's, he's
1: already lining up his planning. fights. And yeah. even if he loses, he knows who he wants to go against to get start getting it back. Like, yeah. he plans it all."
0: So, I think on Hooker's side, I actually think he's gonna I think he's gonna evolve like Gaethje did after, you know, those tough losses to Poirier and Alvarez where I, you know, he's going to have a more, um, I don't want to say strategic because it's not like he's just going out there and throwing balls to the wall, but I think he'll definitely reform his game a little bit to where he's still this action-packed fighter, but picking his shots a little bit better. Because in his last fight with Paul Felder, it kind of played out the same way this fight did. Dan Hooker just didn't take nearly as much damage, but, you know, Hooker looked good, uh, looked great early, and then as soon as that third round hits, he just Tends to taper off a little bit, and that's where his opponents kind of start to outshine him. So I'm hoping he kind of takes these last two fights and really kind of like evolves his game a little bit. Uh, but dude, his body work when he was coming in, he really? was fainting. He was because he was hitting that that those right hooks and those left hooks to the head, and then he started uh, you know shaping him up to where he's like fainting to the head and then coming through to the body. And I was just, I mean, I I was bending over. Completely oh, I'm sure over. that
1: was awful feeling. God, <laughs> I mean, for
0: Dustin. And, oh, and then Dustin, too, with those body kicks early. Yeah. Um, one thing I wish, and I think the, the commentary uh, uh, hinted on this, is I wonder what kind of fight would have played out if Hooker would have kept in with those, those inside leg kicks or even switched stances and started with the outside. Because if you remember, remember when we went and saw Dustin versus Gaethje live uh, here in Arizona? Yep. Dude, as soon as Dustin won, he was limping. Like oh. I like if if Justin was able just uh, maybe had that rest of that round to continue kicking that leg, I don't know how that fight would have went. Yeah. I have no idea how that fight would have went. And so I think if and cuz it was definitely bothering Dustin early with Hooker, so I just I de- and with how heavy Dustin is on that front foot, I'm wondering if guys are going to start paying attention to that and look at that
1: to Those low calf kicks are going to they've ruined people after like two kicks now in fights. So, and people are doing that a lot, a so lot. You got to like watch out putting your weight on your legs. Or and I mean, that's all Dustin's it. game. I mean, the amount of pressure and weight he puts well, down he on that sits front line. He down on his punches and freaking <laughs> you guys. Dude,
0: like, like we were just talking a second ago when he was whiffing at the end of that second round. I mean, dude, he like, it looked like his fist was coming from his shoulder all the way down to his knee. Like, he was just <laughs> whipping all the way across. It was insane. Yeah. But that round two, definitely, like, by far round of the year. Like, that's oh, one of the best rounds I've ever seen. just crazy. Um, another thing people really aren't talking about uh, w- with Dustin's game is, dude, he's really, like, he, he's a complete package. Even when Hooker would get on top, dude, that uh, those guillotine attempts, um, you know, just if it if was a little bit early, no, uh, if they, they weren't, weren't sweaty, as sweaty and, bloody, and bloody,
1: it would have been. I mean, over. yeah, uh, Luke, he wouldn't have popped his head out of that. Shot. I
0: don't think so either. And Luke Thomas was doing a breakdown on it, and he was saying like, you know, the grip wasn't totally there on that one that was initially really tight, and he needed to get higher. Dan Hooker ended up popping out, but I feel like man, if they weren't sweaty and bloody, he would have been able to readjust oh, yeah. and really clamp down on that neck. So, dude, and then and then he starts going for triangle attempts and the omoplata sweep. I mean. That was a beautiful performance by I mean that was a real vet performance by oh. Dustin because even when Hooker was he in it he showed
1: his skills everywhere Twofold. Like, it was
0: tight I just um where do you think wh- what do you think happens to Dustin does he have to fight well like wh- who do you think who do you think both guys have to fight
1: Oh man I don't know this it's crazy because Dustin already fought Khabib, so, I mean, what are do you doing? And he got, match? and he got, he he, he got.
0: got, got oh, re- real quick before I move on. Did you see Dustin taking a wrinkle out of Khabib's game, doing that two-on-one? He had the two-on-one, and then with his forearm, brought it in and sucked it into t- Hooker's hips against the cage, and then just started beating him with his left hand. That's what so, Khabib
1: dude, does all the time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, dude,
0: Dustin, I mean, um, two, like, with how long, I mean, he's been in the UFC nine years. And this fight showed that he still wants it. Oh, for like, sure. Like, you know, dude, a lot of guys, they get to the top, they don't make it, and then they fall off. Like, so, I, I've watched that happen to so many guys where they get to that pinnacle, it doesn't turn out for them, or it does turn out for them, they have the title for a second, they lose it, and then they never look the same again.
1: could go put a game plan together and have a shot against Kameen. Okay, right? I yeah. mean, all that happened was he got just dominated... Like, Khabib does every time. Like, if he can keep it on the feet for a minute or do something. Do something. Figure something out. Yeah. Just I mean, to sway it a little bit so he can get a few shots in. You don't know but what happens. He's right
0: there. And it's just. Uh,
1: I would rather see him get another shot than fucking Connor. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for, I mean. Like, hands down.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, we would. We would. But, I mean, like, there's, like three million other people that would pay to see that fight well, so you know the UFC would go. i would just
1: want <laughs> connor to get beat up by anybody else who i feel like anybody in the top five could kick connor's Dude, ass I mean,
0: so I, people <laughs> are calling for a dustin rematch and i'm like fuck that's a dangerous i fight would for connor.
1: love to see that in fact i want dustin to get that back uh, i would love too. to see him pound the shit out of me, connor me too <laughs> god that would be a great fight
0: and um where do you think uh, where do you think uh, Hooker goes?
1: So that's what I want for him next. I want Dustin to fight Connor, Connor? next. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great fight. <laughs> and Dan Hooker can uh, Who's Dan Hooker gonna fight?
0: Dude, uh, Chalosar of Oliveira, man, he's just waiting in the window right there. And with another big win, he's gonna be right up there in that top four, top five.
1: Yeah. So well, I, I think- mean, I don't think Dan Hooker is gonna move. No, because it what they were three and five. They probably stayed the same spot they're at. I mean, I wouldn't that. see
0: any movement because yeah. I still feel like Hooker is a bad matchup for pretty much everybody else in that division too, yeah. except for the guys at that you know very, top three, very top, top four. Yeah, but yeah, right outside of that dude. That, I mean, that dude, that dude's dangerous. And like, yeah. if you don't come prepared, what about
1: Al Iquinta. Uh, and both of the
0: uh no Hooker already beat Iquinta. Oh, did he? Yeah, by decision. I mean, put a clinic on him. And I was actually, I actually thought that was a shoe in for, uh, for Al and Al and Dan Hooker made me Man, eat my words you on just that
1: one. You. Oh, dude,
0: <laughs> I, I like sometimes, dude, because you know what's also crazy is both of those guys fought at one forty-five. Uh, Justin, uh, Dustin and Dan Hooker Oh
1: yeah But Dustin is like So much bigger yeah. Than he was back then And like. dude And I don't And
0: <laughs> Hooker was even bigger Than Dustin And frame wise Not frame like wise, like, yeah. like thickness Dustin's no.
1: thicker yeah. yeah He's got But more. no
0: But like, for, like I don't know how Either of those guys Made 145 Like that's insane Dude
1: Uh Um uh, Hooker actually has a. Uh, oh, I, I want to understand how Paul Acosta is gonna make 185. Did you see him? He's Dude. like walking around like 225. He, he clearly like does not. Jacked out of his mind. Yeah. Like what the fuck? They're clearly not doing that fight until like the fall. There's no way he's gonna no. lose like
0: 45 pounds. Dude, I'm <laughs> praying. I am praying that they don't put him and Izzy on the Ultimate Fighter. Like just
1: I not. feel like they're going to, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't. We, uh, we we were texting about this, and it's just. Like, well, I only heard. I heard it on uh, J- Joe Rogan? Big John said. Oh, Big John on uh, weighing, weighing in. in? Well, cause I, but I think he, he said that, that I, somebody told him that works over there. But oh, I, really? I don't really know because. But it's just
0: like okay.
1: I think Dana announced it too at some point. Are you, oh, really? Oh, I didn't I'm pretty hear that. sure.
0: But it's just like okay, this isn't 2009 or even 2012 for the matter, where. Guys don't need to go into the ultimate fighters I know Now exposure. they can do like
1: contender series or like, it's, I don't know. And not have
0: to I, live I, in a house? Yeah. For eight weeks or whatever, however long they film that and have to be like. That's bullshit.
1: just the UFC trying to get a different like crowd of people in that likes reality shows. and then will be on
0: ESPN? Yeah. And then, right, and right, then right. they're
1: going to like, yeah, they're going to see the fighters, get to know them more, which will make them want to watch them when they get in the UFC. It's like, I don't know. It does bring in a different set of people that aren't like us.
0: Yeah, I guess. I I, get, I mean, so it's, it's I a get, good you know like what?
1: marketing ploy, promotion-wise, but it doesn't matter to us.
0: I didn't think <laughs> about the sense that it is now on ESPN, so people tuning into Sports Center or whatever ESPN programming that hey. There's a, I mean, I'm not like this, but there's a whole bunch of casual sports fans that, hey, I got nothing, there's nothing on, let's put on Sports Center or what's on ESPN, yeah. and they don't really give a shit. They just turn on ESPN because they like competitive sports. Yeah. So you're right, there would be a, an influx of people who are just like, you know, if Sports Center does a package oh, hey, highlighting, this is, yeah,
1: this is cool. Like maybe I'll keep following this exactly. guy, and then when it eventually he's in the UFC, they got those guys watching. Right, it right. I, they- you know,
0: I didn't even think about it that way. So that's a good point. And then, but two, it's like, what are the, what are Costa and uh, in, uh, Adesanya going to do? Are they going to do like Zoom training camps or something where they're like, like
1: uh, probably. dude,
0: because Brazil and Australia, they have some of the strictest shutdown laws right now with this whole thing. Like they're having yeah. to take, UFC's having to private charter them out of there. Uh, did you see those pictures of Dan Hooker having to quarantine in Australia? And he's like, I heard, I read he's an like, article. He's about like it. looking at his kid through this giant barrier because he has to quarantine for 14 days in some isolated oh, that place. Is such
1: a pain in the dick, dude.
0: Could you imagine having to look at your kid through this barrier, like, and it's it's like the it's like a. So
1: why can't they just test him and say, hey, you don't have it because it doesn't show up for 14 days? I, no, I don't I, understand I, the I whole thing. I have
0: No idea. I mean, dude. I, I mean, across across the board with this whole COVID thing, there's nothing consistent. Yeah, I don't want,
1: like. If you test him and he doesn't have it, are you saying that he could still get it within 14 days and it would never show up in a test? I don't understand how that works.
0: I have no idea. I have no idea. But, yeah, (laughs) that that whole process is going to be weird. So I I don't know if they're just going to bring them out, if they're going to bring Izzy and Paula's team, have them quarantine with the guys, and then they're literally for eight eight weeks not going to have any – outside contact with the world but dude you're gonna have to pay these guys a lot you're gonna have to pay those that's teams a, lot a lot of
1: money dude
0: th- like do you know how I'm, i mean to convince me to do that alone and to and like to convince those guys like that's insane that's completely yeah, i don't I have no know idea the logistics of this are gonna work it's fucking nuts. you're
1: right they shouldn't do that it's no it's i wouldn't w- and, and dude
0: i don't want to like
1: that's too stupid. Yeah,
0: would it would it make up for some funny moments between those two? Yeah. But dude, I fuck the funny moments. I just want to see those guys if fucking if
1: bullshit wasn't going on and it was just like regular business as usual, yeah. then I would be sense. all about it. <laughs> but well dude, especially, especially not, so. because
0: like, okay, dude, I don't I don't want to make any assumptions, but it's like the way Costa fights and how often he fights, and when I say how often I fight, he fights, I mean how often he doesn't fight. But there's clearly like mixed with that and like his weight, how big he gets. Like it's not like that dude's taking a, a fight on a month's notice. Mm-mm. And so I don't know if it's. I'm not saying anything, but I don't know if it's a USADA issue where he's you know needs to make sure his you know levels are where they need to be and stuff. But he out gets the system, tested but... whenever.
1: Like Usada will test him whenever, right? So, but I I don't know. Maybe he fucking knows the fucking. I mean, dude, he already got in trouble, guys. He he's already fucking, got in trouble for using an he's IV He's fucking once. switching piss so, and
0: yeah. I don't know, dude. I like
1: I, putting blood tubes in his arms or something.
0: All I know is that dude's as jacked as a dude can get. His weight is fucking atrocious right now. He
1: fights at one eighty-five. That is less than I weigh <laughs> by like by. Like I weigh like 190, 195, dude. I, I and that motherfucker fights like 10 pounds less than me, and he looks like dude. he's like three times my size. And what's also crazy is talk about a pace.
0: That guy keeps a motherfucking pace on you. Like that dude can throw body hooks and face and head hook like all fight. And he did like, you know how Romero, Romero His will do His body is
1: made of EPO. <laughs> I'm just saying. Something's right? not right. I don't know. Something I don't know. ain't right.
0: <laughs> All I know is I can't wait for that fight. And that's probably my most anticipated. It's I mean, going to
1: be the best. I If Izzy just fucking flatlines him, pieces him up and then flatlines him. Do you imagine how amazing, how big of a star Izzy will be after that? Oh, dude, that? that's it. Dude. That will be him blasting off, and john they'll be like, fuck you, John Jones. <laughs> yeah, you can
0: take a seat, <laughs> You can right? just
1: go ahead and go do whatever you, you were go talking about, going to school or whatever. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> we got our guy. <laughs> dude.
0: Yeah, uh, man, I just hope that fight happens sooner rather than later, because, dude, I'm sick of these guys at the top not, like, it's weird. It's like. Guys get super active and then all of a sudden they get to the very top and all of a sudden all, like there's a log jam and all of a sudden they only start fighting once a year, once every other year, two times. You know what I'm they saying? They get greedy. I,
1: get, I mean, that, I think shit. that's what it is. Like it's what, they get greedy. They're I don't know if you can really call it greedy
0: if you're like I mean, putting yourself not, on the line like that. But No, okay, I, I think get think they it. just
1: want their worth. They want their worth, I get that, but the UFC's never going to give it to them. So it's well, not really them being greedy, you're right, it's the UFC being greedy. Exactly, there it's we go. It's the UFC yeah. being greedy, but the UFC's trying to make it look like they're being greedy. <laughs>
0: dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, call it a media agenda spin right there, right? Yep, they're
1: trying to, like, make it look some way, but it really is, like, they do deserve a lot more money. No, they
0: do, but it's like... They deserve
1: a lot more money, and the UFC can afford to pay them more money they're not going to because there's always somebody else who's going to do it for less. So why would they do that? I was just going (laughs) to say, it goes back to this whole Gilbert Burns situation. where It's like somebody will always do it for less, right? Exactly. And so, yeah, until they... And then that person's going to get to the top and there's going to be a log jam there because they want more, but then some other dude's going to do it and it's just going to keep going just like that. You
0: really (laughs) have to be like, I mean, on the outside looking in, you really have to be okay with like, I could be getting that, I'm not going to ask for that. I'm going to take all these tough fights, hurt my body, hurt my mental health, hurt all this stuff, but I'm willing to do it for
1: pennies. Like, you really have to, like... cause you can't get look, started, you dude, do.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, and it, I mean, like, even in Gilbert Burns' I mean, look how long it took
1: freaking Masvidal to have enough money to do what he's doing. Look at Diaz. He
0: was fighting for, what, 20 fucking years in the UFC? <laughs> like, well, like, yeah. I mean, I think he moved over... I think he moved over around 2013 after the strike strikeouts well, yeah. thing. But, I mean, dude, he's been fighting. Or he's so been early, fighting for, yeah. like,
1: 20-plus yeah. years.
0: Yeah, so it's just, I mean, that's going to be definitely a revolving door for, for a long time. And
1: Dude, until I mean, again. Because people, the dudes coming up aren't necessarily doing it for the money yet. They're trying to, like, get their freaking name out there and prove is- themselves, and then it turns into for the money. Well, dude, I'm hoping. Which means they'll do it for nothing. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping, uh... <laughs> you know sean
0: o'malley i'm hoping he's putting uh like he's i'm hoping he's putting the word out there because he's the first guy in his position that i've heard be like no 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 like show me the money and then i'll take those higher end fights but until you guys show me the money i have no problem fighting these guys i'll just from the, beat up
1: yeah. these dudes down here all day all day whatever yeah they, they're paying them right now exactly that's a good way to do it too because they know like Well, we want you to fight these other guys. Well, then you got to pay me. Pay me. Well, we don't... Well, you're not going to get any bigger fighting those dudes. Like, it'll be fun to make a bunch of highlight reel knockouts. Hey, dude,
0: I don't know. I mean, every fight (laughs) he has, he steals the show. Well, Well, I know. Eddie no, Wineland.
1: If, he, if they make him keep fighting those dudes down there because he's like, I'm not fighting the top guys, and he just keeps racking up highlight knockout reel points like over and over, over. they're not going to have any choice but to pay and exactly. to fight the guys because everyone's going to want to see it.
0: And so I hope more <laughs> of these young kids, I hope they're seeing him and being like, oh, nope, that's the right approach. That's the way to pay do it. Pay me what I'm worth, and then I'll fight those higher-end guys. How many times have we seen it where a, guy, a young kid or a young guy yep. comes, comes in, up. has two big wins... All of a sudden, starts fighting fight the top some five.
1: dude who's freaking, yeah, like an overeem. Like yeah. overeem's making like what seven hundred thousand. Yeah, and the dude he's fighting makes like twenty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah 12. <laughs>
0: but yeah, it's just like until guys really understand how this game works and you know how they can actually start making money, they like that. They, they all need to get on the same page.
1: No,
0: um, but yeah, that I feel like this that's is what a,
1: unions are for. But I don't know if they, like, they all got to get on the same page for that too. Yeah, we're so. literally going to be
0: like, it's literally going to be this revolving conversation for a while until they yeah. all get it. So I'm sure we're going to be that's talking how about everything
1: this. is in everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I Any feel like change in the world comes after years and years, years of conversation. Of, that's true. And that's fighting.
0: fighting and, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The proof's kind of in the pudding on that one. Um but in the co-main event uh we had Mike Perry taking on Mickey Gall and I was dumb and did a last minute bet on Mickey Gall just to try and win some money here but like we said too Mike Perry just a little bit too physical um Mickey Gall though he didn't was, even look bad on
1: the feet Mickey Gall was, I mean he looked tentative but dude his right hand was dude, coming in solid and he was connecting it just wasn't doing it anything. He wasn't doing it I mean like we said <laughs> Mike
0: Perry was just way too physical and yeah. then Dude, fucking Mickey Gall, he really needs to get his fucking cardio under the Yeah, he got tired quick. I mean, dude, I'm sorry, but, like, you knew exactly what kind of fight you were getting into, and if you thought you were just going to go in there, get an easy takedown, and then, you know, submit Mike Perry, you're
1: fucking delusional, dude. Like, Did you see Jimmy Smith go off about it? Uh,
0: I wa- uh, I I watched or I listened to a, like a post fight breakdown of him and I think he was saying kind of the same stuff but but no. I was I was getting pissed because that's like the second or third time we've seen him gas out halfway into the second round and it's just like dude, your game? Like okay, if, if
1: you want to wrestle and take people down, then you got to be able to go the distance doing it. That's exactly my point. Because that shit is tiring. Bro,
0: like, (laughs) dude, his top game is phenomenal, but, dude, you got to be able to get it there and you have to be able to maintain a game plan to get it there. And when you're fighting a guy like Mike Perry who's seasoned... Fought way, way, way better guys than you. He's a way more seasoned vet.
1: And he's like three times as strong as you. Like, dude, you, like, why aren't you doing more road work? Half the time, he freaking got out of shit by power. He didn't use any technique. Exactly. He just fucking
0: powered his way out of it. Like, So that fight was super frustrating to watch. Super frustrating. I mean, God. But I mean, like, two at the same time on twofold, it's like... Mike Perry, how are you letting a guy like Mickey Gall kind of ta- like piece you up on the feet like that? I'm not saying he got hurt. I'm not saying he was yeah. in any danger. But he was getting hit with a lot of shots that he, he was, shouldn't have been getting was. hit with. And I think that but has a lot did, to yeah, do. Yeah, it
1: wasn't doing anything. No. But if it was somebody else. It would have been it's, a bad night. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, dude, that's why when he starts calling out these guys after that, I'm like, dude, Mickey Gall was just hitting you with right hands all night. Like, uh,
1: He's all talking big like he's going to move up because he wants to fight Darren Till. If he fights like that with Darren Till, he's going to get that's knocked what? the fuck out Bro, so fast that dude, it's not even going to be funny.
0: Darren Till's left <laughs> hand, are you kidding me?
1: He will jackhammer that shit into his face, and it won't even. It's just gonna be a quick night, probably, if he fights like that. And I think this all goes back around to like, who the
0: fuck is this guy training with?
1: His girlfriend, bro. God Did you see dear. her holding the mitts
0: all the way out here, bro. She's literally like, like a flight attendant, or like a, like a, uh, what do you, or whatever you call those the people, air who are, like, traffic yeah, air, yeah, air traffic control. Like she's like going like this with the, <laughs> with the fucking pads. But dude, what's crazy is like. If Mike Perry, Mike Perry's young enough, he has enough potential, enough like he's he, dude, he has all he has all the characteristics and all the makings to develop into a real, real serious fighter, and so it's not too late for him if he can get some really good guidance and a really good team, a really good coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. That dude's a, I mean, that dude's gonna be
1: problem. He said that he plans on building a team. Like, yeah, did you watch? Yeah. Did you watch and he said uh, he wants to go to Florida. He want he wants yeah. to go train with Yoel Romero, and he wants to like build a team of guys around him, yeah, kind him. of. But he wants to do it with Yoel. Like he, he's not stupid. He's not no, really. Probably no, training no, with no, his girlfriend. No, 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 he was just no, 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 saying. Of that, course but.
0: not. No, no. I think we I mean, that, again, that's just a thing yeah. people can play into to build up. Clearly,
1: he was training and he was in really good shape. Oh yeah. So he was doing something right.
0: I do think this is how, uh, um, you know, two probably going into this fight. I'm sure, like, again, everyone likes to poke uh, poke fun at him like he's stupid. But I think he knew, like, hey, this guy's dangerous with grappling, and I do have to watch, you know, my defense in some areas. But he probably knew I'm way more physical. I hit way Way harder. Way stronger. And so he's probably thinking, like, this is a really good matchup for me. Let me be kind of weird. Let and me be probably weird.
1: noticing that Mickey Gall gets tired all the time. He knew that he was in better, better shape, shape, probably.
0: So I'm sure he was like, nah, this is the fight where I'm going to be a fucking weirdo in the lead yep. up and say a bunch of crazy yep. shit. And, and then I'm going to just kick me. his ass because yeah. I
1: know I'm going to kick his exactly. ass. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. exactly. Um, after that fight, though, God, this fight was this another fight that fucking pissed me off. Why? Okay. I love John Mm. Vellante. I love him. He's, you know, my Dago brother from back east and everything. But holy shit, did he look so shitty. And it's like, (laughs) John is the most inconsistent motherfucker I've ever seen. He's entertaining as fuck. Super entertaining. But, dude, like, I, anytime he's on the card, it's like, oh, stay away from betting on that fight. Because he may be favored, but, dude, always finds a way to lose. Yeah. Always finds a way to lose. And, dude, he looked like Super Mario in there with that gut. Fight that. I'm trying way.
1: to remember. This was the choke from the bottom, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, Maurice Green. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mo That didn't even look like he had him choked really i think no, he was just you, he, i think he was just tired and felt super trapped tired, so he tapped and he got out. like claustrophobic and so and he, he tapped, started yeah. like
0: hyperventilating yep. and
1: so we tapped i think that's what happened because he wasn't being choked at no, all he no. was just being held there like
0: my, my issue with this fight is that it was on the main card there were so many other fights on those prelims that could have had that spot that would have been a way better example of high level mma but i mean I, I hate when they put fights like this on the main card because of name value or because, in this case, that it's a heavyweight fight. No. UFC has this thing where it's like, oh, it's a heavyweight fight. They this do is- that
1: with What's-His-Face uh, Hardy. Greg Hardy, Greg yeah. Greg Hardy and it's like, all, all right, the time. And, and his fights are never that great nope. to watch, and he's doing dumb shit, like, using his inhaler. It's like, that dude belongs on the prelims until he knows what he's doing. It's exact <laughs> exa- I'm, I'm, I feel exactly
0: the same way. It's like, dude, you've... Like, we have all this great momentum
1: on the Don't card. Wrong, Greg Hardy's actually coming along good, but he's still, like, new. Yeah, no, we've <laughs> talked about it before
0: yeah. where, like, he wasn't one of those guys who came in super athletic and just thought he was going to touch people on the chin and knock them out. Mm. He's actually trying to mix it up, be, you yeah. know, uh, you know, have a full game. But you can't put him in these spotlight moments no. when he's still trying to work out all the kids Because you're
1: just spotlighting him, like, trying Looking to vulnerable. get better but he doesn't look that great exactly
0: yet. well yeah and like what i was gonna say is like dude these cards they'll have great fights building up all the momentum and then all of a sudden and then you get there's to like that. a dud and it just sucks the <laughs> life out of the card yeah. and you're like man why the fuck did i have to go through that right now that should have been way lower on the yeah. card and
1: that's just how i felt with like this the one jessica i fight yeah i did not care about like that
0: yeah and uh and yeah and calvin yeah it's just like come on man uh, but yeah, there were some other really good fights on the card, uh, Brendan Allen picking up a great win over, uh, Kyle Dacus, uh, dude, uh, Takashi Sato landing a crazy, I want to say he's southpaw, so I want to say it was his left hand right down the middle on, uh, Jason. Litt. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say it here. Okay. We do not need any more vanilla gorillas and I'm just going to leave it at that. That is yeah. <laughs> no more, no more of that bullshit. Uh, Julian Rosa coming in with a crazy, crazy Darce choke at the end after getting rocked. Um, overall, this was a really, really great card. We don't have anything coming up this weekend because it's kind of the calm before the storm, before the big UFC 251 card. So since there is nothing this weekend, uh, Mike and I are going to get into some of the fights uh, since UFC's kind of announced a lot of the fights for the rest of the summer. We're going to kind of highlight some fights that... Um, uh, we're looking forward to that may not be getting a lot of shine. Uh, so, Mike, if you want to start it off.
1: Well, what you want to, uh, for the ones that are coming up this yeah, summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Frankie Edgar and Pedro Munoz, I'm freaking pumped for that shit. And Frankie's going down to freaking...
0: Dude, I mean, I feel like we've been wanting to see Woo! Frankie fight at 135 for like 10 years I now. Know.
1: But he was looking skinny in that picture and said he still had 10 pounds to go. Yeah, dude. And yeah. his face was looking sucked in. So I don't know. This but is, that's what Aldo looked like. Yep. And then he and looked, he looked great, great. So I don't know. And well, I don't but, know how he feels. I just know what he looks like.
0: <laughs> this is the first time where he's actually had to do a real cut. Like, that's what's crazy about Frankie. He's gone his whole career without actually cutting weight. And what's insane is he's been competitive his whole fucking career. Former champ. He's fought for... And you
1: don't think of that. He's not cutting weight to do that. So, really, like, we've never seen him look sucked out. Because he's always just... No, no, exactly. Ready to go. <laughs>
0: I mean, dude, I think. I mean, I think he had I'm just to. Just not used to it. <laughs> I think at 155, he even had to like bulk up a little bit just to stay kind of. Well, when when he was the champ at lightweight, that that whole division has evolved now. Where, dude, those guys are so big. Like, if you look oh, yeah. at the light lightweights now compared to the lightweights, uh, you know, when when he was champ and before that, like, those got actually all the guys that were at the top of lightweight. Would all, I mean, a lot of them did, and a lot of them would have to now move down to 145 for sure. Yeah. Like, those guys are way too small with those. I mean, I mean people we, are like, huge. like like we said, Dustin, Khabib, and Dan Hooker alone. Like, those guys are fucking. Well, so-
1: once they actually started getting the science of cutting weights down really well, then people can now just cut ridiculous yeah. amounts, and they didn't used to do that very no. well. People no, no. People would mean, be freaking dying and shit. <laughs>
0: Well, dude, you look like <laughs> BJ Penn moved down, former champ. Gray Maynard moved down. He was a former champ. Kenny Florian moved down. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Gray Maynard former t- title challenger. Kenny Florian, former title challenger. Nope. Clay Guida moved down. Uh, like all those guys ended up, be, you know, all, all those guys ended up moving down. But dude, I'm. That's a, such a dangerous fight because Pedro hits hard. For being a jujitsu guy, he hits hard, and so it's. No matter
1: where that like fight he's goes, scary on the feet because he could get put out and on the ground. I mean, and
0: and, 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 and and Frankie's game is that volume on the feet, speed, mixes and takes up. downs. But it's like it's kind of a dangerous fight against a guy like Pedro who's comfortable everywhere, and we don't know what kind of speed uh, we don't know what kind of speed Frankie's gonna have at
1: 135. Might be faster. Think so? You think it going up against those uh, one hundred thirty five pounders? Well, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know. It's tough, right? Yeah. And
0: especially because
1: you know Frankie's kind of long. He's probably gonna gain a little speed from being a little smaller. But you're right. <sighs> all those guys, are dude, those guys down are, are already, not so. cutting. I
0: mean, yeah. I don't know. It's but that's why this fight is great because it's like man, there's so many
1: questions. And so Pedro
0: was, doesn't cut very much. I don't think so. I don't know. I would have to. He's not that big of a guy. I mean, I don't know too much about this. I want to
1: see them next to each other. Me I haven't too. seen any.
0: D- dude, that's why it's like, it's such speculation until those guys weigh yeah. in and they face off. Mm-hmm. Because until then, it's like, dude, you, you don't really know shit. Um, anything else you want to talk about on that fight?
1: No, nah, I'm just excited.
0: Oh, man, me too. Me too. Um, one I want to get into that's actually on next weekend's card that probably won't get a lot of buzz until after it's over is... Uh, Yuri uh, is uh, Volkan Ozdemir and uh, Yuri uh, Prusashka.
1: That's on the prelims dude, too. I isn't think it? it's the main, the event, main event on pre-lim? the
0: uh, on the main event. But I don't know if if you're familiar with Yuri at all. But this dude has been on a tear in Japan and in uh, and in in uh, Russia. I don't know where else he's fought in
1: Europe. But dude, I don't think I've heard of. Oh him.
0: my god! So he started out. I think he's from the Czech Republic. But you know, I think he was fighting on those like KSW M1 cards. Risen ended up signing him, and dude, this dude is a berserker. Um, after, after we finish up here, I'll pull up some of his highlights yeah, yeah. So, you can, uh, so you can get familiar with him. But this dude has been it. He's the Risen light heavyweight champ. I'm actually really surprised that UFC got him and Bellator didn't just because of the relationship between Bellator and Risen. But uh he had some early losses. He kind of had the same uh, evolution that Gaethje did. Where he, dude, in all of his fights, he was just coming forward, getting hit, but didn't care because he had a great chin, but he had great power. So he's killing guys, mm-hmm. killing guys. And then he ended up a few years ago, he fought King Mo. Uh, he's actually fought King Mo twice, but the first time he fought King Mo in the finals of Risen's tournament. Mm-hmm. And is it Risen or Risen? Whatever it is. <laughs> uh, and King Mo ended up catching him because Yuri was just kind of like rushing in, trying to knock him out, and King Mo caught him. They rematched uh, just a year ago, and Yuri flatlined him bad. And so Yuri kind of has that, uh, you know, he looks great with all the, uh, actually he has a, uh, his last fight was against uh, our boy CB Dalloway. CB went out oh, to shit. Ryzen, and bro, Yuri
1: brought him up uh, yeah. bad. I heard that he didn't No, uh, would
0: No, would you, uh, would you see him at uh, Gordon Beers and he was crying about it? <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't seen kidding. him at Gordon Beer since uh, though, one time, kidding. but
1: no, I've seen him. I've seen him there twice though. I, I know. I you're have seen him telling. there twice, uh, I but I know, <laughs>
0: but, uh, but yeah. And, and dude, UFC's not throwing him a bone with Vulcan uh, Volkan Ozdemir. So this is going to be a, a great fight to see where Yuri's at. And I think if Yuri can look good against Vulcan, I'm not going to go on a whim and say Yuri is the guy to be John Jones. Cause I definitely don't think that, but I think if John Jones leaves the division is sitting out. Well, UFC tries to stir UFC ends up stripping him. Don't be surprised if he ends up being your champ at 205. Because I think he stacks up really good against uh, both Jan and Dominic Reyes. And those are going to be my fights to look out for in the next couple years. Is really, guys, watch out for Yuri making what the, about making Santos? The Oh, dude, I forgot about Bro. Sontown. Dude, dude <laughs> two hundred five, Dude, we, we were kind of in the dark age of 205 for a There's couple years. There's some dudes there now. But, dude, we're... I uh... mean,
1: Jones has beat most of them already, but they were close, close. fights. Close. In... Yeah, like, they weren't, like, ass-whoopings. They were like, I thought he no. could lose his title. Yeah, and... and dude, and if, if Santos' knee didn't get screwed up in the first round, I think that fight would have been different because it was still competitive. Oh, super competitive. While he had one leg. Super competitive. <laughs> and, and two, like, it goes into, like, you know, if
0: John Jones really wanted him to get him out of there with a... Ta- you know, that's a whole separate question, but if we're talking just about the competition itself, yeah, dude, all of those uh, those last few John Jones yeah. fights have been... Really, really stupid close. Uh, but yeah, keep a look on that fight. Mike, what's your next one?
1: Uh, Gustafson and Fabricio. Ooh. Bro. Talk about He's questions, going up heavyweight.
0: Dude. Talk about questions, man. Going up to heavyweight. I have no I fucking idea what's going to happen in that fight.
1: <laughs> I could see Fabricio just taking him down and choking him. Or I could, I don't know. Or he could well, get dude, in the like, head. I don't know what's going to happen, really.
0: Verdum looked so fucking shitty against He didn't Olenek. look
1: good at all. You're he right. looked
0: so bad, and he really gave that fight up in that second and third round.
1: Yeah, he did not look good. If that's what, if that's how he comes, I think Gus will fuck him up. But
0: And I don't think he would have taken know. that fight unless... Because let's be honest, I'm sure he came into that Olenek fight. I mean, he had the two-year absence. It did not look like he was in the gym at all. But he was probably like, "Hey, I, you know, I'm better than Olinik everywhere. I have way better Muay Thai. i have better stand up and better in the clinch, and I'm obviously better on the ground. So I probably don't need to work very hard in this fight. I'll go collect a quick paycheck, and then I'll work hard, you know, you know, work out a little bit harder in my next fight." Clearly, that didn't pay off. That's uh, a that dumb his, way to look at shit. <laughs> how else would you like? What other excuses could you make for him? But yeah, like I, that, yeah, right? I don't know.
1: But Man, if he comes had a in, mad
0: night if fucking... he comes in looking like that against Alexander Gufsson, Gufsson is going to put it it's going to he's uh, going to put a clinic on him on the oh, feet. Oh, he is. He's going to put a severe but do you think Gufsson is taking this fight to stay at 20, or at, to stay at heavyweight or is this like a combat a fun comeback fight at heavyweight and but ultimately to go back down to 205?
1: I don't think he wants to be at 205 with John Jones at the top. I think he's just over even, it. even, but even with even with the landscape looking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think he wants to make a run at heavyweight. Think so? Yeah. You think, I think even he if, feels better about winning that belt? than... I can't. I mean, there's a lot of fucking killers down in 205 now.
0: And what do you have
1: at heavyweight? Steep is a tough fight, but that'll you, be. You, a you good wanna? Fight. Uh, if you're Alex, you wanna fight Ingunu? No. Nobody <laughs> wants to fight Nganu, okay? Nobody wants to fight him, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay, so let's just say John but, Jones... But there is a game plan to beat Nganu that the guys know that can beat him know how to do. And is Gustafson
0: <laughs> one of those guys who can implement probably that game not. plan? He's
1: probably going to get pounded. God, I, I mean,
0: I don't know. He is a lot faster, but it's like, dude, with those clubs coming at you. But then it's like, okay, if John Jones takes a backseat and he bows out... You don't you don't think he stacks up pretty well against Dominic Reyes or Thiago Santos?
1: I don't well, yeah, I mean he does stack up all that, right, those are good fights. Those are some good those fights. Those are good so, fights. They're not easy fights. No, at all. no, no, <laughs> not. But I feel like
0: he would probably feel pretty confident going yeah. into those fights. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like again, questions. I don't, questions. Know. I don't questions. know what I don't he's thinking.
1: Know. I don't know what his head where his head's at. But
0: that's why this that
1: fight. I don't know is... how much weight he's putting on for his debut. Yeah, dude, that's that's a If he comes in a, if he comes in there weighing a lot more, like coming in at like two forty or something, then That's a good question. I uh, feel like he plans on staying.
0: That's probably the <laughs> the most severe question going in, right? Yeah. If what he comes
1: weight? in real heavy, then he plans on staying probably. Fuck. Well,
0: dude, because it's not like Fabricio is a small heavyweight. He's on the higher end of the spectrum. I mean, we
1: haven't really heard much from Gustafson for a while now. Maybe no. he's just been putting on muscle.
0: Maybe I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to look into it. We'll have to wait again to weigh But again, like Fabricio's not a small guy. He's he's like literally at the at the cap of that weight division, or at yeah. that weight class. But fuck, yeah, no, that's a great one, and definitely has a lot of implications on there mm-hmm. um another one i'm uh looking forward to now this is a main event and it will probably get some buzz when it happens but i had to put it on here just because i love the fucking matchup stylistically um and both of the guys' attitudes is Derek lewis and olenik so we'll kind of keep it when the heavyweight division yeah. but dude like stylistically, okay, Olenek likes to throw down on the feet. Not really technical, but has no problem throwing guns out on the feet. Obviously, Derek Lewis doesn't have a problem with no. that either. Derek Lewis has great takedowns from the clinch, great ground and pound, and that's twofold for Olenek. So both of these guys just stylistically, this is like, I can't think of a better matchup at heavyweight right now.
1: It actually, Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. I mean, wherever that fight goes, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be good.
0: And, I mean...
1: And two, what I like is and they're both always going for the finish. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> yep. And what I like about the fight too is Derek Lewis is kind of in that Yul Romero where he likes to explode, catch his breath, catch his breath, explode. You know, catches regain. Where Olenek doesn't let guys do that. When guys start start taking a, a you a few know
1: breaths and taking a minute, he when they take their foot it off it the gas,
0: that's when he's like, oh, let me go forward. And so I could I could see Olenek. You know, if Lewis Gassing puts it up, out. I could see I could see Derek thinking he has it, exploding, not get the finish, having to take his foot off the gas, and, and then, then Olnik coming, coming right in. Back and winning. Well, dude, like rocking him, getting a takedown and then choking him out. Like I could totally see that mm-hmm. happening. And then I could also see Olenek rushing in, thinking he has Derek hurt, and Derek catching dude. him or them. yeah or getting a takedown and then just beating them up from the top position yeah. so dude that that fight really 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 gets me That's excited to be a badass i, I, I really can't I wait for that 100 um one other fight and uh then i'll throw it back to you that i'm really looking forward to is um uh randy brown and vicente Luque. i mean anytime vicente Luque has a fight coming up i'm super stoked in. Randy Brown hasn't fought the same guys that Vicente Luque has, but, dude, Randy Brown is a savage. Uh, That fight's taken place on Holm versus Aldana on August 1st. Uh, So we got, like, a month before that fight. But, dude, if Vicente Luque can get a win here, I think he fights somebody in the top 10 of that welterweight division. And, yeah, he has, you know, some, you know, he has that tough loss against Thompson. But, dude... His striking, I mean, once he kind of gets the, the the distance figured out a little bit better and his takedown defense a little bit better, that dude's going to be right up there with the top of that division. So I'm super stoked for that fight. Uh, what's your last one?
1: Uh, fucking Darren Till and Ooh. fucking... Uh, Ooh,
0: Robert Whitaker. Whitaker, yeah. Ooh. I have no idea how that fight's going to play Dude, out.
1: Dude, I'm pumped for it. I, I think that... Uh, Whitaker is gonna be a little much. I think
0: that uh, volume-wise, yeah. Well, it's just I don't know. I where. think he's
1: gonna pressure him a little much, and I think he's gonna overwhelm him. I don't know. He, he like yeah. He like pops in and out like really well. I don't know, but so does Till, I guess. So I don't know. Yeah, dude, that's why, like, dude, I could totally. I see them both bouncing back and forth, and like, just like, yeah, they both do that, like they're on their toes, yeah.
0: And then they wait for the other guy to engage. Yeah, they both like try and it. They both faint a
1: lot. It could be just like, yeah, faint, 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 and then they like get it. That's gonna be a like. I wonder. I wonder.
0: I wonder what that first round looks like because. You know, Whitaker is coming off that knockout loss uh, to Adesanya, and he did get in a lot of trouble doing exactly that. Doing that pop in and not really popping out at the right time. And then Till, you know, he does that a lot too, but was kind of tentative against Gastelum. So I don't know if that was a new weight class thing or if that had to do because his confidence wasn't there because he was coming off those back-to-back losses to Woodley and Masvidal. So it's the again the questions like how are like that that's definitely one fight where nobody should be betting on because I don't know
1: what yeah, the fuck is going to no happen. There's no way to know. I mean, it's going to be. Yeah, we'll probably have a. Surprise.
0: We'll probably have a good idea like two minutes into the fight. Yeah. You know what it's going to. You know where their where their heads are at. But I mean, Whitaker is you know he's got knocked out by Thompson and come back and you know in cleared the cobwebs and looked great but. When you're fighting at the level that he's fighting at now, it's dude. And it's just it seemed it, it's kind of seemed like those Romero fights just really, 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 really took it out of him. And so I don't even know if Whitaker will ever be the same again.
1: Yeah, going ten rounds with Yoel Romero will probably changed your life. Dude, really. I mean I mean and he looked like, good. He looked good against Hadasanya, but
0: clearly like did not have the right right game plan.
1: Uh, Adesanya is a tough matchup for anybody. Dude. He's just such a high-level striker, and he's so awkward that I just think he just makes people... He fucks their game plan up, and they just like can't, well, dude, the, the, they can't the, recover from it because it's, it's just weird. Well, you don't
0: know what's coming, whether yeah. it's kick, elbow, knee, or punch, and then his angles
1: are just... I think they just get confused and flustered and they're just thrown out of their game plan. Well, no, that's
0: exactly and it. And then
1: it just makes them look that way, even though they might not be. That's just how it makes people look.
0: Yeah, dude, <laughs> I mean, I can attest to that because, like, I mean, when you're like... What, dude, like, when <laughs> I sparred just boxing, dude, it's so much easier to go forward and to commit to punches when you know, okay, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand. But then, dude, when I started doing Muay Thai... And it's like, okay, I know I'm better than this guy, but, like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, it took me a really long time to get over the mental aspect of, shit, I don't know what's coming. And so it makes you way more tentative when yep. engaging because it's like, All right, is he going to step back and hit me with a kick? Is he going to, like, come in with a punt? Like,
1: you have no and idea what's coming. And then you imagine coming. the high-level shit exactly. that Adesanya is doing. Yeah. like. Imagine if you fought Adesanya, like <laughs> fucking, he'd fucking punt your head off. You wouldn't even see it happening, like. <laughs> and dude, and and Adesanya's uh,
0: back on the fainting thing. His feints, dude,
1: they're like, crazy.
0: He'll he'll use a he'll throw away a round just to get you used to certain feints. Yeah. So in the and next he round, he switches it up and, and he'll
1: throw that, but then like throw some crazy kick that right where your head goes. Dude, just, wha-
0: God. <laughs> And, and his dexterity to where he can throw a lead hand and come over with a kick—it's just like, yeah,
1: he's it's nuts. crazy. He's it's nuts. fucking. That's why, like, it's crazy. To, like, I just see Paul Acosta running at him, like trying to just get a hold of him, and him just like moving and just popping him in the head. But Dude. if he grabs a hold of him though, or gets close, like, Dude, as God long damn as
0: Adesanya it, understands that
1: he needs to be on his bike. The whole time and but, never stop
0: but not not pull up against that cage Ever. if he backs up against that cage he's fucked
1: oh my god i
0: mean that's where Kasa does his best work is when he can corner guys yep. and he can just start getting them
1: to like rely right. on
0: waiting on the cage
1: adesanya is lucky that he needs to go to fight island yeah, dude. <laughs> dude because doing that the apex would be even harder god
0: i mean yeah, but going back to to, to Whitaker and uh, and Till, yeah, and you know what too? Till's one of those guys that we were kind of talking about earlier. You know, had a couple of really great wins, and then at twenty five gets thrown into a title fight against a seasoned vet like Woodley. It just makes him look stupid, and then has to take on another seasoned vet like Mazadal, and he gets laid out there. And it's almost like again, he's one of those guys who had a couple of big wins, and then all of a sudden got thrown, you know, to the monsters. And you know, UFC is not the promotion to where you know you get beat up by the monsters, so then they start throwing you lower end guys. Nope, you no. just fight no. those top guys. You're there. From here once on you, out.
1: once you make it there, it's you're there.
0: So we'll, we'll kind of see, we'll have to see where till kind of evolves from here. Because, dude, at 185, dude, it, that's like,
1: exactly what uh, O'Malley is trying to avoid, exactly,
0: exactly, <laughs> and smartly, yeah, smartly. And dude, it's like, and dude, 185's not, it is not the 185 pound division when Anderson Silva, or Chris Weidman were the champ. It's not these like kind of old no. battered legends nope. that are kind of floating at no. 185 still, dude. It's these young, hungry savages, oh, and yeah. I mean like beasts. Let, let's just talk about this real quick. I'm starting to see overall, like throughout, like dude, before it'd be like, oh, this division's hot, this division's hot, these couple division.
1: Bro, Everything. Bro, is across talent. the
0: board, yep. all the way down.
1: There is killers. It's a scary it's time evolving. to be an MMA fighter at
0: the top. It's man.
1: evolved to the point, and like, it's not going to get worse. It's no. going to keep getting more refined and refined until like the dudes that are at the top are just like fucking.
0: Oh, man. They're already
1: the dudes at the top, like, you are guaranteed the fight to be a fucking. Brutal, brutal affair, like it's like dude. you're guaranteed. Like if Dustin Poirier's fighting, it's gonna be fucking brutal. Like, yeah, yeah. you know it is. It's like, just
0: great. <laughs> you know, it, it's just great to see because, um, you know, when you've been fans like we have for so long, you know, we're not these guys who've just tu- started tuning in. You know, three, uh, you know, the past three to five years. You know, dude, we've been in this. We've had skin in this game for a really, really long time. Oh yeah. And back in the day, you know, Joe Rogan kind of he started this conversation. Where he's like, man, dude, we're gonna get to a certain point where we just got savages all the way through. Where we have these kids who grow up not doing specific, yeah, you know, they grow up
1: doing MMA, they do, yeah,
0: and they and or or they they do individualized sports, knowing in the back of their head that they want to be in the UFC or they yeah. want to be doing MMA. So they already at a young age, even though they're. They're specializing in wrestling or jujitsu or gonna whatever. It's going to be wrestling, doing.
1: basically, for high school. Probably for, yeah, you do yeah. that, and then you can do jujitsu on the side. Exactly,
0: with that. though, but they already have it in the back of their head like, hey, even though I'm specializing in this, I need to be getting you know used to these areas too just because this is where i want to get yep. and we're starting to see the evolution of that and i gotta tell you it's, it's crazy It's so amazing to be here oh yeah it's like amazing for guy again for guys who have like heard this prophecy of like oh you know pretty soon like the get where the game is going to get to finally be getting there god damn it's yep. fucking exciting it
1: is getting there
0: uh any other fights though that you can think of that you know
1: that's uh those that are the only three I had.
0: Yeah, uh, I had a couple other ones. Uh, Derek Brunson and Edmund Shabazian. You know oh, yeah,
1: I forgot about that. Uh,
0: that's a great fight. You know, it's kinda of sucks for Derek Brunson because he's definitely have now he's entered this gatekeeper spot where if yep. you can beat Derek, you know, then you start fighting the upper echelon of guys, so you know, we'll see if he can overcome it. He's got his hands full with Edmund Shabazzian because that guy, like we were just talking about, that guy looks like the fucking future.
1: He's fucking good.
0: Um, another rising guy that just got signed by the UFC is uh, Manuel Cape. He's taken on Rodrigo Botten, uh, August 5th, on that Steep ADC 3 card. Um, yeah, Manuel Cape, he's, uh, I think this is, I want to say this is a 135-pound fight. Uh, but yeah, he is kind of a seasoned vet outside the UFC but should make a really good addition to that 135 pound weight class uh but moving on though uh this year has brought us a lot of great fights uh both pre and during this whole COVID era there's been a lot of talk about like which stands above the rest uh so michael throw it to you first again what are the three best fights or i think you picked five so what are your best fights in your specific order of this year
1: all right let me pull this up. <laughs> yeah no
0: you're good take your time dude
1: All right, so I'll just start. I'll just go. With my number five fight, I did uh, Dan Hooker and Paul Felder. Okay, that was great fight. Too, yep. Number four, John Jones and Reyes. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, I wasn't expecting that one. That was a good one. I wasn't even thinking about that fight. That that's a good. That's a, that's a good one.
1: My number three, uh, Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker. That's, that's number so, three, bro.
0: That's number Bro. three. Okay, okay, keep going, keep going. Bro,
1: but Dan Hooker's on there twice. He's okay, a badass. Keep,
0: keep going, keep going. We're about to have a fun debate. Yoana
1: and Way Lee, number two. Oh my god, you're Bro. so disrespectful. Am I? Come on. <laughs> and then I did Ferguson engage you it was my favorite fight to watch. Wow, my no fight. Emmett or Burgos on that list? i, I They were right there. They okay. were going to be in my next one. They were going to be my next one. But I just, I wanted to throw all the five rounders in because right, they're, they're just more fun to watch. you right, Five rounds. You're right. Uh, yeah, we got a lot
0: to debate here. I'll go through mine real quick. <laughs> uh, so I'll go start from the bottom. Uh, so I put, uh, I did three fights. Um, but then my like, uh, honorable mentions were, uh, uh, Paul Felder and Dan Hooker. That was a great fight. I had another one, but it's, I can't think of it right now. I definitely had another one in the in the uh damn. I can't remember what the other one was. But then my top 3 was third was Emmett versus Burgos, second was Dustin and Dan uh Dan Hooker and then the first was Juana and Way Lee. But bro, how the fuck do you have Gagey and Tony Ferguson as your fight of the year? Because that should go down as beatdown of the year. Because <laughs> after that first round or after, yeah, after that first round, that was all, all right, alright, all right, That right. was all, all right, excited. Alright, you're right, you're right. Like, that, got, beat down. that got fucking hard though. I mean what, you top three fights, uh, Anthony Smith and Anthony Glover Smith. and Glover took Sarah? Yeah, fucking, bro. Jesus yeah, Christ, bro. dude. God damn,
1: bro. <laughs> I can't believe that's your best fight of the year, dude. No, hey, shit, bro, no. I was a little high while I was sitting in the car <laughs> trying to do this earlier, all right? You're right. That was a beat down. <laughs> I can't even believe
0: you're going to disrespect the rest of the guys, the rest of the fights on this list. Because you want to put fucking Gaethje and Ferguson on there. when, dude. I don't even know how Ferguson made it out to the fourth and fifth round. That guy was literally had half a a face and half a leg. God damn. I mean, he had that that knockdown with the uppercut at the end of the first or second round. But name another spot where Tony was doing anything Nah, you're right.
1: Gage, you fucked him up. (laughs) You fucked him right up. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're going to disrespect the rest of the fights with that fucking beatdown. You're right. You're right, all right? I was a little high. I don't know why I put that there. I
0: mean, yeah, in the moment, yeah, it was a
1: great fight. But when you stack it up against the rest of the
0: fights this year. Uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, fuck. And, and then to leave out Burgos and Emmett, when we were fucking sitting next to each other. That was a badass fight. Standing up, fucking yelling at your TV, pissing off your girlfriend. I mean, come on on. Come on. I mean, for a three-round fight, that was incredible. It was. And, and, and the fact that Emmett did it with one leg after that first round, he came back after kind of getting pieced up and still pulled it out in the end, and then Burgo's taking all of those shots to the face and still, like, throwing volume. Fuck you, Mike. All right. Fuck me. Fuck me. No, i just kidding. Fuck me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, dude, it's... Uh, it's hard not to go. For me, it was hard not to go with Joanna and Wade Lee as number one. I think yeah. I had more fun with Dustin and
1: Dan. Just because they're dudes.
0: I get, but, <laughs> dude, but like, I think that's kind of more. of like it, a recent, uh, it was more of mean, a recency bias thing too with with
1: Dan and Dustin. But Yoanna, it's like when you can get. I I, I like watching. Like I. Am all for women fighting and all that shit, but I find it more fun to watch dudes fight than I mean, girls. Dude, I don't I, know why. It's just I, I know, you know, I, I still like watching the girls fight. It's awesome, but I get more excited to watch the dudes beat each other up because I don't really. No, I'm, i I mean, no, I, I mean at, the, at the lower end of the divisions,
0: especially at one thirty. The high level girls, I love watching those fights. It's anytime. great, and especially one fifteen is definitely by yeah. far the most competitive and well versed. But anything below division. the high
1: level people. Is, I don't know. It's, not, it's the, not the same. The
0: top 10 at 115 is really, has really come together. Um, so I like any of those fights. But, dude, I just, I mean, that by far was the best women's fight of all time. Like, oh, it, for sure. But, like, that for was far, crazy. Sure. And it was just, I mean, when you put in, like we've always talked about this, when you put in the stakes um, and the level and what those guys were going through, I mean, they both had a lot to prove. Wei Lee was, you know, this new champ. Who nobody really knew a lot about starts Jessica Andrade, but for a lot of the casual fans, or you know, casual to in between that casual to hardcore base, you know, maybe not not too familiar with her. So I'm sure a lot of people were like, "Oh, Ioana's gonna come in here and you know, probably get her title back." or and then Joanna coming into that fight had to kind of put those those Shevchenko fights and those Rose fights to rest, and she had to go in and prove not only to herself but to the audience that hey no I'm still competitive and I could still be the champ on any given day, and so both of them coming in to have to prove she themselves that. yeah and so I just I, I feel like the, the combination of everything in that fight that has to be fight of the year, it's very rare when a title fight ends like that. You know, yeah. there, there's so much at state that I think sometimes fighters go in there kind of reserved. They don't want to show it, even though it should. they should fight like how those two fought. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, man, the momentum changes and the damage that Joanna took and then the leg kick she was putting on weight. It was just, I w- I, unfortunately, I was watching that at a, I was watching that at the Dave and Buster's. I think I actually had to come down here to go into an appointment with Caitlin for the, for the baby. And then on the way out, Uh, on the way back to Flagstaff, I was like, man, I just got to go stop at a Dave and Buster's just to catch these last two fights real quick. Uh, luckily I left right after this one though, because (laughs) that Yoel Romero, I definitely didn't miss anything there, but I just, dude, like everybody at the Dave and Buster's was going nuts. Like it's been so long since I've been in a, like at a bar like that, where I didn't even see it live. Oh, you watched it after the fact. I had to fact? watch it after. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I
1: fell asleep or something. I oh, can't my. remember, but I, I watched it the next day. Did you already know the result? Yeah. Nah, that's. I did.
0: Bad. Dude, like, and like, while it was going on, I was. But just it like, still was an awesome oh, fight sure. to
1: watch, even though I knew the result. Yeah. I was no, like, no, 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 You
0: you could put that on for anybody, <laughs> and they'd like, and you would already tell them what the winner or you know how it's gonna end up, and that's still a great fight. Um. But yeah, I uh, I also had uh, I also had Paul Felder and Dan Hooker on mine. I actually went and rewatched that putting together this list, and I going back, I thought it was better the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, it, it maybe it's just because I'd already seen Dustin and Dan go at it, so. The pace just wasn't there, but that's still one of the best fights of the year by far. It
1: was great. Um, but, dude, I forgot dude, about. Emmett and Burgos was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. You and
1: forgot about Jones and Reyes. Dude, I forgot about that Jones and Reyes. That was a great fight. That was a
0: great fight. And I, yeah, mama. that was
1: the closest that I saw like to him come to losing. Like...
0: Yeah, since the first Guff system fight, for sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think Reyes put the same amount of damage that gufferson put on him no. but in terms of competition that night yeah. like if they would have given it to reyes that night i would have had nobody no i would have been like no i was like problem. i was
1: leaning towards jones but it was so close that i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have thought he got robbed or anything no like,
0: no and then uh jumping back on uh Pel felder and dan hooker there was a like a lot of drama going into that fight just with paul felder having to go to dan Hooker's backyard. I guess him already kind of thinking about retirement going into that fight if he was going to lose, you know, um, uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Duke Rufus in the corner being like, hey, man, we came all the way out here for your daughter. Be thinking about your daughter. And you could see Paul Felder getting super emotional in between rounds. And it was just like, felt like I was watching a movie in those last couple (laughs) rounds. I was like, dude, this is like something scripted in a movie. Uh, (laughs) You know, Paul Felder ended up coming short
1: there, but definitely not a loser. No. Like,
0: definitely Hell not no. a loser. Hell um, no. You know, and I'm st- I mean, if he chooses to return, you know. I love
1: that stat that they, they were showing of Paul Felder, the dudes, anybody who freaking who beats Paul Felder loses their next fight Dude. because it was so fucking hard to do. <laughs> Dude, I mean. It was such a battle that you can't even win your next fight. It's like six, it's like. <laughs> there's like six, seven people or so yeah. six or seven i oh, don't know but. like
0: <laughs> it's a weird coincidence but, that is a crazy but, coincidence dude. but it kind of <laughs> like i don't know who's going to be signing up to fight he Palinic, only dude. is
1: in wars like nobody's going through yeah, that dude, like, dude. Both of nobody fights is Edson. bulldozing that dude. No. Like
0: no no <laughs> it's dude I mean, and I hope he comes back because he's super entertaining to watch. He's, and he's so awesome. Bro, he's a great addition to that 155-pound division. I mean, and it's not like it's not like 155 pounds is short of, you know, people top that guys, can give but,
1: awesome fights. Yeah, but, yeah dude, but that makes that much better. There's exactly. so many awesome fights that can be had there that don't have to have anything to do with the title. It's just a badass fight. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, again.
1: Then uh, they can make some money and fucking we get to watch them beat the hell out of each other.
0: Quick question. <laughs> do you think the smaller cage has anything to do with these fights having them be more action-packed so to say
1: well there is a clear statistic that shows that in the smaller cage there's a lot more finishes like literally if you look at the statistics there's a lot more finishes in that cage the percentage is higher than in a
0: but do you think that has to do with these fights getting put together last minute and these guys not being able to have full camps and the fact that at the lower parts of these cards, it's newcomers and fresh guys who usually have a little bit more to prove or willing to put themselves out there a little bit more.
1: That's a good, that's a good viewpoint. Cause yeah, I saw that stat. Cause it is, it, that is, you're right. If they're fighting in the apex, it's usually like a... Short like a short notice fight that just came together. I mean, yeah, these last couple
0: cards have all gotten put together, at least finalized. I don't know how much prior notice they have to it being announced, but for the most part, these cards have been yeah.
1: It's It's something to just keep an eye on to see like if it stays that way. But I don't, I don't know. I was
0: wondering about that because I was like, oh man, maybe the smaller cage is.
1: I mean, it definitely gives you less room to run. So if somebody wants to wrestle you, they can get a hold of you easier. Like, true. even if you're in a stand up position, you can't run back as far before yeah. you have to engage with the people. I mean, there's, what, le- there's less room to run, is what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or so move I, around before you engage with the person. There's less room to move around move before around. that happens. Yeah. I mean, because somebody's coming towards somebody at all times. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I,
0: dude, I, I just, I wonder what it's going to look like when we start getting the, um, well, because 251, because they're going to, that island they're putting a 30 foot ring in there right or a 30 foot cage not the 25 foot one so it's just the ones at the at the apex at the apex is is 25 the rest are dude that i mean that's a weird wrinkle if you're like signing up for a fight like if you're a fighter and you have to choose stipe
1: probably doesn't want to go to apex no stipe wants to go freaking fight island
0: uh one more quick question uh before we move on to the current events do you think DC's bullshitting with all of this wrestling talk? Do you think it's mind games so A thinks he's not going to stand up with them and then DC ends up just... No,
1: I think DC is going to try and wrestle. Just wrestle
0: the whole... whole yeah. You think so? I don't fucking know. I feel like this is how He better how you, get
1: in fucking shape or he's going to get tired.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is how you honey dick somebody. Into, Maybe. I don't Could know. Be. Again, another fucking hey, question going know. into a fight. You never know. Yeah, I'm fucking... I don't know if I'm more excited for that fight or if I'm more excited for the... For it, like post fight where it's like all right we're done with this trilogy let's move on with this division i just don't know i like as much as i love dc and you know i just feel like this third fight shouldn't even really be ha- like it needs to happen because of you know they're one and one but it's like man i just want these guys to get over it so we can fucking move on with the rest of the division um real quick and then we'll, we'll end on this note tyrone woodley came out saying he wants two more fights before the end of the year who do you think? Uh, who do you think he should uh, go up against? Here, we can pull up the the fucking bullshit ass low-to-weight rankings here. Um, my two picks, I would say either Rafael Dos Anjos or a rematch with L- Robbie Lawler. Those are my two uh, my mm. two fights for him if he wants to round out the year. You know, people are gonna say he should fight Colby. I don't really like if if, if Tyron took that fight coming off of the Usman loss because then they're both coming off of those Usman losses, then it makes sense. But gets. he has gets another the, loss. It's just, yeah, I, because then it's like, because then this is what's going to happen. Colby's going to beat Tyron, and then Colby's going to call for a ring match with Usman when, I'm sorry, if you're the third guy in the row to be tyrant, beat Tyron, like, you should get, get a shot. title shot. So I would rather see Colby fight maybe a Leon Edwards. Like that, I you know, because then... If Leon beats yeah. Colby, you can throw him in there, and vice versa. So I feel like that's Bro, a better matchup. I think but... he should
1: take Jeff Neal. Jeff
0: Neal is calling him out. I like that fight. That's what fight. I'm talking about. I like that fight. Uh, any any other uh, any other fights for him? You think there? Mm. Oh, Magny would actually be a good fight too. Magny would be a that's good fight. a tough. Fight. Fa- I actually think that's a bad matchup for for Woodley. Yeah. Now I say now, that. Magny Magny and Jeff Neal. Neal. Okay, and I'm going RDA and Robbie Lawler. Can't go wrong with any of those fights
1: that's uh that's basically us saying so when they when he loses to those guys (laughs) i'm just kidding we weren't saying that (laughs) um that's uh, about all we
0: have for you guys this week uh until next week this has been the call to violence uh i'm raj ghilardi as always this is mike all right it's been fun guys have fun see you next time